This message from the Parsha is from the Kutei Siches Chelek Tes Zayin, Parsha's Pekudei Sicha number one. The Torah has an interesting blend of instructions and stories. When you think about it, in order to live a compliant Jewish life, all you need is the instructions. You don't need the stories. You don't need the Torah to be written in the form of a story. You just need it to be a rule book to tell you what to do and what not to do. So why is it a story? And why are there stories? Especially in this week's Parsha, by Yaakil and Pekude, where the Torah is basically repeating everything that it said in Truma and Tetzaveh, where Hashem commanded Moshe Rabbeinu about how to build a Mishkan. And in Vayakil and Pekudah, the Torah repeats itself again and again about how everything that Hashem commanded Moshe, Moshe told the Yidden, and then the Yidden carried it out. And the Torah is not content to simply cut to the chase and say, and whatever Hashem told Moshe, Moshe told the Yidden, and the Yidden did it. The Torah repeats it all over and over with all of the details repeated again and again which really and truly is not necessary in order to know what to do. It's all extra. So it, it appears then that when Hashem wrote the Torah, He was interested in injecting into the Jewish heart and mind more than simply laws to abide by, more than just instructions for us to follow and rules to uh, comply with. Hashem wanted to express His love for us. He wanted to express how he feels about these mitzvahs and how he feels about us when we do the mitzvahs. So that Yiddishkeit would not simply be dry compliance, but rather it would be warm and it would be emotional and it would be a life of doing mitzvahs with great and deep feeling, knowing that Hashem has great and deep feeling for these mitzvahs and for the people that he's giving the mitzvahs to. So Hashem tells Moshe to give the Yidden the instructions on how to build the Mishkan, but when the Yidden go ahead and take care of it and jump on the opportunity and gather everything in record time and donate even more than what was necessary, a cold heart might say, this is not part of the uh, and we don't need to know any of this. But a sensitive heart would know that we, of course we need to know this. Of course we need to know that Hashem found so much nachas from the way the Yidden were enthusiastic about his project and about his mitzvahs and about his idea for the Mishkan. Hashem got great pride and joy from that and a lot of pleasure. And that's why he repeats it and talks about it over and over again, because he likes talking about it. The story makes him happy. And if we know that Hashem feels that way, then certainly we would feel that way. And Yiddishkeit will be warm. On the other hand, Yiddishkeit cannot become only a matter of feelings. At the end of the day, we have to do for Hashem the mitzvahs that he's asking, that he's commanding. So therefore, these parshas, where, which are a repetition, first of Hashem's mitzvah, and then Moshe Rabbeinu's conveying it to the Yidden, and then finally the Yidden actually doing it, 
are an interesting, in their own right, are an interesting blend of mitzvahs, Jewish mitzvahs, and the pride and joy with which we do the mitzvah, and the pride and joy that we cause Hashem when we do the mitzvah. So there is as much of an emphasis placed on the action as there is on the heart that needs to be put into the action. And there is as much of an emphasis placed on the feelings and on the love with which the mitzvah is done as there is on making sure that the mitzvah gets done. These are literally the two sides of the same coin, the two sides of Yiddishkeit, the heart of Yiddishkeit, and the deed of Yiddishkeit, and both of them together bring about the beautiful, heartfelt mitzvah, which is the essence of the life of a Jew.